latest video of the officer's response to the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, fuels fire over that response. When someone in crisis calls 988 beginning this weekend, what to expect? I'm Christy King. Isolated shower today south of D.C. and highs near 90. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Angry parents in Uvalde, Texas showed up at a city council meeting last night after they were caught off guard when a local newspaper released video hours before showing police officers standing in a hallway at Robb Elementary for over an hour before confronting the gunman who shot and killed 19 students and two teachers inside classrooms. Berlinda Ariola's grandson was among the victims. Whoever leaked that video, I pray that you never never have to deal with what all the parents, the grandparents, the siblings, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins are dealing with. Shame on you. Families were supposed to watch the surveillance footage privately before it was released. Many say that transparency is needed. Revelations at Congress' seventh public hearing into the January 6th attack. One witness described a wild meeting in the Oval Office that almost evolved into a fist fight between former President Trump and top aides. And there's more. CBS's Matt Piper. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th assault on the Capitol has notified the Justice Department about possible witness tampering involving former President Trump. Wyoming Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney says Trump tried to call a witness who had yet to testify, though that person did not answer and instead notified his or her lawyer. President Biden is on his way to the Middle East with stops in Israel and Saudi Arabia. Among his goals, David Schenker, former U.S. Secretary of State of Eastern Affairs. Now that oil prices have gone above $120 per barrel in the U.S., he's got to be seen as doing something to lower the price of oil and so he's going to try and convince Saudi and, and other uh, Gulf partners to increase production. We'll get a new read on inflation later this morning. Analysts are expecting a new four-decade high. Correspondent Christopher Cruz is in Washington. A consensus estimate is that consumer prices increased 8.8% last month, driven by higher gasoline prices, pricier food, higher rents, and more expensive cars and hotel rooms. If that's the number, it would be the biggest yearly increase since December 1981. Police in New York City are trying to figure out why a charter boat capsized off a pier in the Hudson River, killing two people, a woman and a seven-year-old boy. Ferry boat captain Jason Peters and his crew were nearby. We're waiting for us to come over, help. We got eight people out the water. Investigators are looking into the possibility there were too many people on that charter boat. S&P futures are up eight. Dow futures ahead 70 this morning. This is CBS News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 6.03 Wednesday morning, July 13th. Mixed sun and clouds today, a little less humid. Highs will be near 90 degrees. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour. Parts of this area are still cleaning up after that round of powerful summer thunderstorms last night. Thousands are still without power at this hour. Now, dozens of people in Olney have to find a new place to live after their homes were damaged from that storm. And in College Park, one house was basically sliced in half after a tree came down on top of it. 
WTOP's Nick Ionelli begins our team coverage. He's at the University of Maryland. It looks like the worst of the storms zeroed in on College Park. This area in particular around the University of Maryland is littered with trees, branches, leaves, and other debris. A house just east of campus was effectively destroyed as it was split in two due to a tree that came crashing down. And you won't see any lights on inside homes or apartment buildings due to widespread power outages. That's what led the University of Maryland to cancel all in-person and remote instruction today as the cleanup begins and the school is warning everyone to be careful as tree limbs, fencing and other material may be blocking roads and sidewalks. In College Park, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And WTOP's Dick Uliano is surveying damage in Olney, Maryland. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein says the Red Cross assisted some families displaced by significant damage to their homes. Olney resident Tim Pross says the storm downed numerous trees and limbs and knocked out power. Even when we took a drive to go down side streets, there were trees blocking multiple road entrances. Despite the extensive damage, there were no immediate reports of injuries in Olney from the storm. Everyone that I talked to, the neighbors we've checked on, everyone that I've met have all physically been safe. Homeowners quickly got to work clearing some of the storm debris. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Okay, now let's take a look at the power outages left behind by that storm. Pepco says more than 1,100 customers have no power in Montgomery County. Over 15,000 more are out in Prince George's County. Baltimore Gas and Electric says they have 9,000 customers without power in Prince George's. And then in Northern Virginia, Dominion Energy reports more than 1,000 customers without power between Loudoun, Stafford, Spotsylvania, and Fauquier counties. Parents often feel that they're on their own when it comes to finding quality, affordable child care. Montgomery County is working on a way to help. The Montgomery County Council has designated a nonprofit to take on the work of its newly created office to help consolidate information on early childhood education and child care availability in the county. It's got a wonky name, the Early Care and Education Coordinating Entity. But Councilmember Craig Rice described its purpose as critical. If you care about economic development, you should care about early care and education. Anything that you put out there, if you care about it, Make sure that you double down on early care and education. The council created the entity earlier this year and confirmed the appointment of 18 people to the board. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Household incomes in Fairfax County are having trouble keeping up with the cost of living there. The county's needs assessment study finds that in the last year, those living on a limited income are having more trouble affording basic needs. The report says median household income has gone up about 21% since 2012, but the cost of food, housing, and transportation have all risen more than that in the same time frame. Health care costs are up 41%. Now, in the current climate, rising food and gas prices are squeezing families' bottom lines even further. The needs assessment proposes doubling the number of affordable housing units by 2034 to alleviate housing concerns. Coming up after traffic and weather, the White House warns the new COVID variant is reason for concern. It's 6.07. Is your agency against the clock to meet executive order goals to improve constituent experiences? DocuSign and our partners will deliver a complete solution before the fiscal year closes. Join the more than 3,000 government agencies across 50 states that are using the DocuSign e-signature and CLM to improve overall program management, increase workforce productivity, and deliver critical citizen services in a secure and seamless manner. DocuSign is FedRAMP, Moderate, and DOD IL-4 authorized and available through a variety of contract vehicles, including SDVOB. Learn more by visiting DocuSign.com. 
Yahoo.com slash gov. When your celebration of life is... This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.